You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, where we offer you podcasts of the supernatural and the unexplained. Get ready now for Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Living the life of Sandra Champlain, you would think it's all butterflies and roses and hummingbirds and daffodils and unicorns and all the happiest things because I get to discover evidence of the afterlife and share it. However, eh, just the opposite is true. I think like every human being, myself and you, of course, we forget who we really are. We may be on the discovery to find that out, listening to good podcasts, reading good books, seeing good YouTube videos on the afterlife, but do we let it sink in and do we let it fuel our life so we can live our best possible life? I don't think we are meant to remember who we really are 24-7. I really don't think so. If we lived life where we knew who we were, how powerful we are, that we have all these soul qualities and soul powers like psychic and mediumship and remote viewing that we did a couple episodes ago. If we lived that kind of life, we'd probably be in heaven. I joke. But being here on earth, I think there is value of having negative experiences. And those are the ones we can really grow from. You know, we think of some of the greatest times in our life. I mean, you think for yourself, think of some really great accomplishments or times that you were just your happiest. Maybe it was on a vacation. Maybe it was seeing a sunset with a special person. Maybe it was graduating from college. Maybe it was the birth of your child or when you met that special someone or maybe walked down the aisle and got married. We have so many great things that we've experienced, but the design of our human nature is to forget those things. Have you noticed? I bet you've done some pretty incredible things, but when we go on in our day-to-day basis, we are thinking about the future what's left undone, what we need to do, worried about how things are going to go. And then we think of the past and the guilt and what we should have done differently. And we question ourselves. I really believe that we should let go of guilt. If you have any, let me just give you a little piece of advice I had heard once from a teacher of a class. He said, forgive your old self. We did the best we knew to do at the time. So of course, we can look back on any situation and think, oh, what I should have done was this. Well, that's because you now have new knowledge. But at that time, that person you were did the very best thing they knew to do. So let go of that. Any guilt, anything you've been harboring, even with other people, people do the best they can for the most part. On our journey of being human, it's important to remember who we are. I write in my book that if we can do this one practice of keeping a notepad by our bed and jotting down in the morning, Some of the things you're most proud of, some of your accomplishments, well, instead of waking up on the wrong side of the bed, you can wake up on the right side of the bed thinking, oh my gosh, that person can do anything. Now, do I take my own advice? Most of the times, no, but I'm grateful to have this show and my other show that I'm able to keep alive these wonderful messages of the afterlife and reasons to believe, and most importantly, having this information, how we can live a powerful life now. I am most excited that iHeartRadio and our friends at Coast to Coast AM asked me to do Shades of the Afterlife. You may or may not know that for the past 
seven years, I have had another podcast called We Don't Die Radio. And that's just interviewing one guest at a time on one topic. Whereas, you know, this show, we have often several topics and several things going on. Why I'm excited to share this with you today is I just released another episode of actually both shows, and now I'm over 400 shows about the afterlife. That's right, 400 hours. I used to be a very skeptical, very arrogant person. If you couldn't see it, I wouldn't believe it. And in the world of the afterlife, I never took the time to research and discover what's real and what isn't. The near-death experience is something that I was very opinionated on. And I would tell people there's no evidence that near-death experiences are real. It's just when the brain is shutting down, yes, people see the light. Yes, they might have visions. It's all a part of our brains. Now, the arrogant younger Sandra never did the research. So I love to share about near-death experiences as well as so many different things and so many different reasons to believe in the afterlife because the information is there. The question is, will you do the work to prove it for yourself that these things are real? In the show today, I'm going to introduce you to a lady who studies near-death experiences and she's going to tell us some similarities and some of the most interesting things that she has experienced. But back to the beginning when I was talking about a day in the life of Sandra Champlain, I wake up, I take care of my mom, I have some bird feeders, I have a little garden I've planted, I've got my ritual. But left to my own devices, I'm worried. My whole life got turned upside down when COVID hit. I had a full-time job business for over 33 years with my mom catering for race car teams. And we've been no longer able to do that because of COVID and not being able to supply teams with big buffets and having a big tent set up to cook for our people. So life turned upside down. Thankfully, My friends and I have been able to create some online courses and demonstrations to pay the bills. So that's all good. But having weekly things to keep my mind in the game of the afterlife has helped me live a better life. I can't have a bad day and then either interview a person or be on one of our online courses or demonstrations without witnessing miracles. And I tell you, they are miracles. This past week, we had longtime mediums, Paul Jacobs and Sue Wood, who is also a portrait artist, do a demonstration where he would bring through evidence of a loved one. He would say, I've got a man here and give the description. And then we'd find out which audience member online could understand the information. And so as he would continue giving evidence about this person and talking about shared memories and messages and things like that, on another screen, you could see her hand moving and she's got a pencil and she's drawing portraits of the people. I got flooded with goosebumps many times because not only are people reunited with their loved ones, is they're actually seeing the pictures being drawn. The two mediums have worked together, they said, 28 years. They're both tutors at the prestigious Arthur Finley College for Psychic Advancement over in the UK. They know each other very well. They were not in the same room together, yet they were tapped into the same person in the afterlife. So that is huge intelligence from the spirit world. Absolutely wonderful. And one of the ladies whose grandmother had come through, very distinct with short curly hair and these big glasses on, the woman sent me a picture of her grandmother as she actually lived. And it's the same woman. So again, goosebumps. I love it. Today is another day that I have a lot of pressures, a lot of things to do, a little worried about the future and finances and different things. And I get to bring you this episode. I get to share with you about this woman, Anne Ellis. Now, let me tell you about her. Anne is someone who has studied almost 500 near-death experiences. She did her doctoral dissertation, and she loves to share about the love reported so often by those who have had these experiences who returned from heaven. 
by trade, she was, in her first career, a computer systems programmer with a very analytical mind and worked for the U.S. Navy. Her second career has been of a hospital hospice chaplain. She's a very smart cookie. She's got her degree in mathematics, computer science, and a master's in divinity. So let's meet her. Anne Ellis, welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Hello, Sandra. Oh, Anne, we're so grateful you are here. I forgot to mention you're the author of Revelations of Profound Love, New Insights into the Power of Love from Near-Death Experiences. Now, Anne, I've got to ask you, what kind of person researches so many near-death experiences? Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I feel like my whole life has been preparing me for this from the time I drowned when I was two. Wow. Which I had a near-death experience at that time. And then my father died when I was eight. And it just seems like my whole life has been centered around grief. Mm -hmm. So I wondered, you know, why I chose a life like this. Well, I didn't put it in those terms then. (laughs) Right. I know. You were in heartache then. Yes. And... When I was in seminary, one of my advisors said, well, it seems like your whole life has been preparing you to work with death and dying and to help people who are dealing with these things. And all of a sudden, it all fell into place in my mind. I could see every single thing that happened in my life preparing me to help other people deal with death and dying. And I did become a chaplain for a while, and then I wrote my book, wrote the dissertation, wrote the book, to help people know what I've discovered from studying near-death experiences. Do you remember what your near-death experience was at the age of two? Well, I do now. I didn't. I'm retired now. I'm Mm -hmm. seven years old, though I don't feel that way. I don't think we ever feel how old we are. We're still the same youngsters in our minds. Yeah, yeah, I am. About four years ago, a friend of mine who was psychic, I love to hang out and talk to people who are near-death experiencers or who contact the other side. And I have a group here in Tulsa that meets monthly called Near-Death and Other Mystical Experiences. It's associated with the IANS organization, Mm -hmm. the International Association for Near-Death Studies on the internet, IANS.org. This group has been meeting here, and one of the people that came to it was very psychic. She called me up one day between meetings and said, Anne, I'm getting some information coming through for you. And we have to press the pause button for a break. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot slash shades. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. 
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The four. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. As we age, cells break down on women and men, causing fine lines, wrinkles, bags under the eyes, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Now, Dr. Newman's stem cell-based Luminous products at a newly reduced price will help you return to a youthful vitality and radiance. Dr. Newman, how does Luminous help revitalize your skin and prevent sagging and wrinkles in the skin? I created the Luminous Skincare Line to address all the problems that we have with our skin, from around the eyes where we get the sagginess and the bags and the crepiness on the neck, even the lines that we get around the eyes and the droopiness around the forehead. All of these things can be treated with the Luminous Skin Care Line because our products are made to work synergistically to improve the skin on the face, on the neck. You can even use it on the hands and the decote, which is the area where we get a lot of sun on the chest. And you will see improvements in these areas. The Luminous Serum is the powerhouse of the product line. It has the most amount of APT200, which is the stem cell factor to improve the skin. The Luminous Serum, you can put it all over the face and neck to improve the lines and the tightness. You can even put it on the upper eyelid and lower eyelid to improve the sagginess of the neck as well. Thank you, Dr. Newman. We've had such an amazing response to Luminous Serum with the highest amount of APT200 that we've reduced the price over 33%. Or try the Luminous Serum for only $19.99 with our postage paid starter kit. Visit HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or by phone at 800-604-3129. Luminous for women and men. Luminous, not available in stores. 800-604-3129 or HealthyLooking.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are here with Anne Ellis, who has researched well over 400 near-death experiences. Now, Anne, you were just talking about meeting a very psychic woman. What happened next? She called me up one day between meetings and said, Anne, I'm getting some information coming through for you. And I said, oh, good, what? <laughs> and she said, you drowned when you were two, and you didn't come back into your body until they had taken it to a hospital in an ambulance. And when she said that, it was like, oh, my gosh, this will redefine my whole life again, you know. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have anybody to ask. My parents were dead. My aunts and uncles were gone, not dead, <laughs> had made their transition. They were on the other side. Sure. Another friend, Linda Jacqueline from the IAMS organization said, find somebody to regress you and see if you can recover any memories. And I did, and I remembered little vignettes of this experience. Mm -hmm. My anxiety when my hands were slipping off my father's shoulder as he was wading into the raging river carrying me to show me the rapids, and then everything going every which way, and then being out of my body in a bright place, a bright yellow place, and a beautiful lady was sitting there, just like Glenda the Good Witch of the East. Aww. <laughs> That's happy. Okay. Yeah. She was a wonderful person and very beautiful and very kind, and she just talked to me the whole time. So... I was removed from the trauma of what was happening to my body. And I remember saying to her, it's harder down there than I remembered, which is interesting for a two-year-old to say. Of course, I had 
verbal abilities while I was talking to her, mm-hmm. or maybe it was telepathic. I don't remember that part. Then I got these pictures and realized that my father would be devastated if I didn't go back. And then I got a little vignette of flying over the ambulance as it took my body. And then I was in a hospital room. It was all gray with white sheets way back in the 40s. (laughs) And nobody was there. And all of a sudden, my parents come in and they are overjoyed to see me, (laughs) which was a really wonderful experience Mm -hmm. to relive that because of course if they're gone you get to see I didn't remember my parents ever being that happy to see me (laughs) (laughs) so that whole regression told me so much and then later I had questions well what body of water was this you know where were we when was it so I had somebody else regress me and I got that my parents had taken a picnic on the Great Falls, Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C., and the Potomac River has the rapids there, and that he had been waiting in those rapids to show me. Oh, so interesting. There's so much stored away in the recesses of our minds, and I actually took a course on hypnotherapy once to prove that it's not real, only to prove the opposite. There's nothing scary about it. It's As if we're waking up in the morning or just before we go to sleep at night, we're listening. It's just that wonderful state and you don't have to cluck like a chicken or, you know, any of that kind of craziness. But there's so much that can be retrieved and it's awesome. And Anne, as you were telling me this story, my mind just flashed back to a guy that I met on an airplane and he had never told anybody this story. And he had a lot of guilt because his youngest son had drowned. He was revived. But he he just never let go of the guilt. And when he told me why and what happened, it's a similar story. The kid had drowned, was rushed to the hospital, and he was revived in the process, of course. But when the kid finally came to and he was talking to the dad, the kid was maybe three or four years old. And the kid tells the father, he's like, Daddy, I was okay because the big face was there. And he was talking about the big face in the sun. And the big face said it was okay and that I would come back and see you, Daddy. But don't be scared. And so, you know, this man's telling me this story in the airplane. I ended up getting him to release the guilt because out of that, this kid is now an adult and he's making his life's purpose about helping young people succeed and and that their life is important. And it all came out of this near-death experience he had as a little one. Anyways, I'm getting off of your story, but whether you see Glinda the Good Witch or it's the big face in the sky, I mean, kids have their own ways of, of describing it, but it's very, very real. So what else do you want to tell us, my dear? Because Thank you for telling that story, because I did have a remembrance. Once I realized this happened, I remembered that when I went to vacation Bible school and sang this song, mm-hmm. I loved to tell the story of unseen things above. And when they sang that, it was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and I can't remember telling my parents about it but I'm I bet you anything I did sure and it's very possible that they thought I was making it up (laughs) I'm not sure but you know we still do that to children who have what we call invisible friends yes which I believe are spirits that come and talk to them And we tell the kids they're making it up, you know, that it's their imagination. Right. So (laughs) we start believing it is and it all goes away because we get busy with our day to day lives and, you know, all that stuff. And but I I agree with you. I think kids can be really tapped into to this. We lose our ability and animals can also detect Spirits, because when our loved ones die, oftentimes they will go visit one of us, you know, and the littlest children actually see them. Mm. Now, some adults see their loved one also, but it's less frequent or common. 
But the pets see the spirit and the little ones see the spirit and the adults usually are just going about their business and are oblivious. But the person that comes back from the near-death experience tells us they went and they visited and they can tell us what everybody was wearing and what they were doing, whether they saw the person, the spirit or not. Can you give us some um, stories from some of the people that have had near-death experiences or in, or in it somehow share also? Because, I mean, you're an advocate that life after death is real and we don't die. And just why? And I believe you too, but there's something in the actual telling of the stories, um, whether it was you drowning or me talking about the big face or even picturing the animals. There's, And I'm sure you've experienced this. There's telling about near-death experiences, and there's a whole other level of getting it and realizing it's real when you can hear a story of something that happened to someone else. So would you be willing to share some stories? Well, in my book, there are some stories. One, which is a person that I know, it's a different story, but I think I'd like to share his because I've actually met him and talked to him. So many of the ones in the book I have never personally met them, but Mm -hmm. their descriptions are so powerful that the truth of what they're saying just is extremely impactful for me. And I have to read it over and over, and it just really gets in very deeply to hear all of these stories. But my friend was a successful businessman. He's older now. He's in his 80s, but he was in his prime. He was a successful businessman, but he was quite the alcoholic. He didn't admit he was, but he drank a lot. And one night he almost, well, he did. He passed out from alcohol and he heard this voice and it said, quit or die. Wow. And You know, this isn't a typical near-death experience, but that voice impacted him in a way that all the human beings (laughs) who had told him, you better stop drinking so much, had not impacted him. And he knew that he was being spoken to by spirit and that that was a true statement. And he was not only given that guidance, but he was given the ability to quit. And from the next day forward, (laughs) he never had another drink. And it put him on a spiritual path because he had heard this voice talking directly to him. And so he started going to church and listening to speakers and tapes and things. And one day the speaker at a class was saying, said the words, in the presence. And when he heard those words, he flipped back into a place that he had been that night. And he felt like hands reached down and lifted his spirit out of his body and took him to a cathedral-type place with no furniture in it. You know, it's just a huge interior of a building with marble walls and floors. And there was a platform. And on that platform was this huge ball of light. He started moving towards that ball of light. He felt like he became one with that ball of light, that it was so powerful and so beautiful and wise knowledgeable, that it knew him totally, but that it didn't judge him at all, that it only loved him. And so many people talk about this love that they feel. That's why I wrote my book about the love plus my own love experience. Oh, sure. But he felt that love and that unconditional love, and he knew that he was okay 
just exactly the way he was. Beautiful, Anne. I just wish we each got a little taste of that unconditional love while we're still on earth, and we don't need a near-death experience to have that. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with Anne Ellis. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Looking for that certain someone who shares your interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal? Look no further than ParanormalDate.com, the unique site for like-minded people. If you like the senior crowd, try ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors to meet like-minded people that are 60 plus. It all depends on what you prefer. ParanormalDate.com is great for everyone. You can also tap into members that are 60 plus at ParanormalDate.com forward slash seniors. Enjoy your search. Have some fun at ParanormalDate.com. Hey, folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and I'm here with near-death experience researcher Anne Ellis. And Anne, before our breaks, we were on some great conversations, one about hypnosis and one about that gentleman who had the alcohol addiction. And when I think about hypnosis, I remember a few years back at the 2019 IAMS conference, there were three doctors that did a panel discussion about hypnosis and near-death experiences. And our brains can retrieve all kinds of things. And very interesting, a lot of people don't remember their near-death experiences. But during hypnosis, some amazing things are uncovered. Even like you say, they're able to see things out of the room and no details about things that consciously they were unaware of. When I studied hypnosis many years ago, I ended up doing some regressions and people remembered things from just being 
babies that there's no way that they could have those vivid memories unless they were real and they were confirmed by parents and other things that it wasn't something they remembered from a photograph. So our minds are very powerful. And also that powerful light that surrounds us all that we are unaware of that divine source for that gentleman to have that experience and hear the voice and change his life around is pretty magnificent. I know near-death experiences can bring on powerful healings. And I also know that there are these moments that are almost angelic that something happens that turns our life around. And your book, you talk about the love that comes from a near-death experience. Can we talk about this, what you learned, what you think, and what you think the point is of all of this? It's far beyond what I originally thought. I had a mystical experience when I was 32. I was in a chapel praying, and I opened my eyes, and I felt a stream of love pour into me. And it just kept coming until I felt like I was totally full from my feet to my head. And I could feel my heart open and soften. And then it stopped as quickly as it had begun. And I never knew where it came from or what it was, but I was filled with love. And I I walked out of that chapel and I didn't say anything to anyone for 25 years. I didn't share this. Oh, my. But I walked out and I saw a different world and I was a different person. And everybody that I looked at while I was driving to my job, I saw a squirrel run up a tree. I felt all this love go out of me to that squirrel. And I saw a lady waiting for the bus to go to her domestic job, wearing her uniform, and all this love went out of me to her. I knew that I had been changed. I thought, I never knew what love was, that this is what love is. And I just felt so warm and full of it and tingly. And my vision was even better. I could see colors brighter. I started calling it like a born again. Right, sure. I feel like any of these mystical openings can open us to a whole new world or a way of looking at our world that we never knew existed. And I decided to investigate love. I wanted to know about the continuity of love between this side and the other side. And sure enough, I found near-death experiencers who said, love is the only thing you take with you, that love never dies. Anybody that you loved here or on the other side, you will always love them. And once you get to the other side, all of the baggage and veils and problems will fall away. And the only thing that will be left is our love for each other. I love that as a woman that spends a lot of time beating up on myself and not good enough and should have done this and shouldn't have done that to have that disappear and have only love present is certainly something very profound to look forward to. (laughs) But I think we can have that here too, right? It takes some work, but... It's a little harder here. (laughs) No, I know. When I was writing my book, and especially near the end, I just could feel my guides there with me, and I could feel Jesus when I read stories about Jesus. I was putting him in the index. I could feel God when I wrote about people's experiences of God on the other side. You know, I just felt like I wasn't alone. I felt filled with that love again. And after I published the book, I wasn't immersed in this material all day, every day. So I missed that. So this year I'm writing a blog about love. And my goal was to find love in my heart every day, which is my discipline of choice. (laughs) And I'm successful some days and some days I'm not. Some days I'm working on 
getting rid of the anger <laughs> that's covering up some of the love. <laughs> of course, but that's because you're human. And let me ask you a question right now. Sharing your story, are you filled with love right now? Yes. Whenever I talk about the love, I get a dose of it again. And the way I can tell that is I feel it in my heart sometimes. Usually I can feel my heart shift and I also feel tingly. I can tell when I'm connecting into that love frequency again. But holding on to it on this plane has proved more difficult than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I think if it was easy, there would be no sense of coming here. But I think this here on Earth plane is where we get these learning experiences. And here's a little trick for you and for everyone listening to kind of um, invoke that love feeling inside. And this is also a good trick if you experience somebody who's having a bad day <laughs> or somebody who's complaining. And it can be as simple as getting into a conversation with somebody and asking them uh, in the big picture of what they love about their life. And you might not come right out and ask that, but you might say something like, oh, you have three kids. You know, tell me about when your first child was born. You know, I was talking to a man who was just in a grumpy mood and I couldn't get him off it. And then I thought, well, Sandra, I know this practice. So he and I just said, oh, you're married. Yeah. How many kids? Oh, four. And I said, oh, what was that like the first time, you know, your first child? Well, he ended up transforming into the most beautiful loving man by telling his own story and the rest of the time I spent with him he was asking me about my life and what I love and it's really like putting in a practice to be loving uh -huh. and I think by you writing more right having your blog and even selfishly I can be honest part of me creating this radio show is I too forget I forget that I wrote a book and I'm living my day forgetting that there's a bigger picture and every guest I've interviewed I get goosebumps I'm restored again to the bigger picture and we are human beings and we do have bad days and we do forget but to have some kind of practice putting in that we remember who we are it's maybe even listening to this show or as you're driving in the car having a book on tape or something that can be inspiring and can invoke that love response in you because Anne, we've never met and I am feeling so much love right now. It's awesome. I know it feels so good. And my book is on tape on CD that you can play in your car. And I've got an MP3 version that you can put on your computer and listen to me reading it. And thank you for being our guest today. And I want to tell our listeners the name of your book, again, is Revelations of Profound Love, New Insights into the Power of Love from Near-Death Experiences. And it's available on Amazon. And in the description, it says it pulls from over 100 near-death accounts to illustrate the different aspects of love commonly found in NDEs. The uplifting insights shared by experiencers reveal that the nature of of love is greater than we ever imagined. Now, any one of us who have read the Bible know this quote from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. I just thought that would be a nice thing to read to remind us of the power of love. Unfortunately, when someone we care for deeply dies physically dies anyways, we go through a tremendous grieving process. And I've said it before, the more we love, the more it hurts. So if we look at grief as a barometer for how much we can love, you can actually see that you have a huge capacity to love. 
Take my advice like I did that little exercise on that grumpy man. The people in your life, get them involved in a conversation about what they love. Have fun with it. Don't let them know you're doing it. And see if you can get them to recall some of their favorite times, favorite stories, favorite experiences, favorite foods, favorite vacation spots, memory of the firstborn child, whatever that may be. And watch to see how much love fills their heart and how happy they are. And what will probably happen is they will turn and ask you the very same question. And so you'll get the response as well. So we have one last break and then we'll be back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, Hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting so you really saw a ufo well yeah it was so intense but not as intense as meeting you you're an alien chasing flirt but i kind of like it wow this paranormal date.com thing really works maybe paranormal date.com is for you people with an interest in things they hear on george's show find their match daily so if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in ufos ghosts aliens big Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 
Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are talking about love in the afterlife. I want to share with you now two short stories from my friend Brandy. I met her at a seminar and we got talking about life after death and I recorded her sharing these two special stories that I think you will really enjoy and that you realize that love never dies. Let's listen. So me and my mom loved John Edwards when he had a show crossing over Mm -hmm. and we used to watch it Every day. If we couldn't watch it, we taped it. So we didn't miss a day. So both her and I made an agreement because I traveled around the world. And so she was worried about me. And so we had an agreement at that time, like whoever died first, we had meet a John Edward. So when she was dying, I know it's good. It's good to make a meet. If you have these belief systems, it's good to make an agreement with the people you love. You know, it's like we knew. So when she when she was dying, I said, remember mom, where we're meeting? She said, yep, John Edward. And so, um, after she died, I went to see where he was going to be speaking closest to me because he was no longer on TV and he was traveling around the United States. And a lot of times it's like 2,500 people at an event and at best 10 people get read. Oh yeah. They're humongous. (laughs) Yep. Oh, so I looked to see when she, he was going to be speaking the closest to me and it was on her actual birthday. Okay. August 14th. And so I'm like, that's the one, that's the one we have to go to. And so I told my dad and he decided to go just because to console me when she didn't come through, because he thought when you died, you died, you went to dust. Exactly. And so, yeah. And then I had a boyfriend come too, because he thought it was all BS and he was going to come just to prove that it was all BS. Right. Right. <laughs> so I came there with my two skeptics. Normally the skeptic that gets read because they need it the most. Because my mother watched him for so long, she knew how to get his attention before everybody else. So he was doing what he normally does. He says, you know, when I, I say above you, I mean this. And he goes, okay, in just one minute, I'm coming over here with a mother energy. And he goes, okay, if I say beside you, I mean this. If I say below you, I mean this. Okay. I have a mother energy right here who died of a brain tumor. And so I jump up and he's pointing right at me, right? You know how he, he gets pulled to a direction. And so I jump up and, uh, you know, he, he's like really specific. He's saying, who's Patricia and we go her sister. And he goes, so she's saying, tell her hi. And so who's Jenny? Uh, that's, you know, Patricia's daughter. He said, say, tell her hi. And then he goes to my dad. And he says, um, she's telling me to tease you about a man in a little Bo Peep outfit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> full on with the bonnet and the staff. And all of a sudden I look at my dad and he just starts crying instantly. Oh. And I'm and my my boyfriend who's there that they're meeting for the first time, like, my dad's like almost collapsing. He's like catching my father. My right, dad's right. like, like almost collapsing, crying. So here, you know, <laughs> my skeptic boyfriend is going, oh my God, the skeptic dad is being affected by this, right? right and crying. Right. And so anyways, and me and my dad were having this kind of, a lot of fighting during this time period with uh, my mom's death. And so it wasn't until afterwards, uh, the reading I got to find out what that was about. And it was because um, when my dad had, when my mom had died, he had gone to a park in which him and my mother used to go to all the time. It's right next to a river. And he was walking next to this river and crying. And then he sat on a bench that's next to a river that him and my mother used to sit on. And he was, had his hands down on his head crying and then all of a sudden he felt an arm around him and he looked up and it was a man in a little Bo Peep outfit with the bonnet with the staff. a staff yeah consoling him but also kind of flirting with him too oh right? my gosh yeah <laughs> so he never told anybody this ever and um, so he knew that there's no way that John could have known this if it wasn't, you know, my mother saying that she was there. And but, so that made made my dad a believer because, um, and my mom knew she had to tell him something that he couldn't justify, right? That he couldn't guess that, oh, he probably said something that 
you know, could be similar to everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. What an awesome yeah. story. It was just yeah. at the park and the little Bo Peep and yeah. John Edward saw it. That's pretty cool. And, and how it transformed him so much was that, you know, like it was, it was her birthday. So he went and took her out to her favorite restaurant that night for her birthday. <laughs> and he took her to her favorite show and he had a seat next to him and he held her hand during the whole show. And Randy, that's so uh, special. Isn't that? Yeah. And then afterwards, all of a sudden, I found out he's like sneaking off to scene where John Edwards going to be close to him again so he could try to have, you know, another connection. And he started experiencing things around the house that, you know, he wouldn't have ever probably experienced if he didn't have this new belief. So, like, for instance, my mom and dad had his and her sinks in their, you know, master bedroom. Yeah. And on her side, there was one of those, uh, you know, push, push soaps, the bottle soaps that you push thing down to get the soap out. Well, on her side, all of a sudden the soap started spewing out. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Uh Like he only used his side. He never even used that side, right? It just started spewing out when he's there. Like, yep. Just uh, musical, like music boxes and stuff like that would start playing playing music yeah. yeah without anything so she started letting him know that she was around and you know he wasn't freaked out he now you know and uh and it was beautiful so you said something about a near-death experience did you yourself have a near-death experience yeah so in 2008 I was in Fiji. I went hiking in the jungle there in the rainforest. You know, I don't remember any of this part, but they say it was a really wet, narrow trail. And then there was this log that was blocking it. But we made it down there safely and saw the hermit. And we were on our way back up. And everybody else was way ahead of me. And then um, me and the, and then and there was one guy way behind us and the guide was helping me over this log and him and I both fell. Okay. And I don't know why, but and only the guide knows. And I never saw him again. So I don't know what happened. I hit my head on a rock on my way down. The guy that was way behind, he just saw the guide holding somebody's hand falling, but he didn't know who it was um, by the time he came up. So he went down, climbed down there, and he then was there with me and why, like, everybody else went and got help. And what he experienced me was just kind of being gone for about a half an hour. And then I came to and was, you know, vomiting. And then I was like, uh, where am I? What happened? Right, right, right. And then, and and then he would tell me, and then I would, (laughs) I would ask him the same question over and over and over again. (laughs) Um, But what I experienced was crossing, like kind of just ending up in this other dimension. And there was my mother. She didn't look how I saw her when she died. So when she died, she had gray hair. She was 59 years old, but you know she wasn't dying her hair and her hair was gray. And so she didn't look how she she looked when she I saw her last, but she looked like when she was in her 30s. But I I didn't put it together. It was like my first response was just like, "Oh my god, mom, you're alive." All that was a bad dream. Like I thought everything else that had had happened was all just a bad dream Mm -hmm. and that this was real and that she was alive. It was kind of like in this beautiful green grass area and, and kind of hilly and flowers all around. And, um, I had all of my deceased animals around me too. And I could like, Oh Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I could really feel them. It was like, you know, I could feel my horse had um, her head over my shoulder uh-huh. and it was like breathing, you know, on my, on my neck. And then I was sitting on the ground and I could feel my cat just kind of rubbing its, you know, behind my legs and um, my dogs, like their heads in my lap. And it was so awesome. You're just like, you know, surrounded by, by this love. 
as you know, you know, from I think everybody has shared with you. Mm -hmm. And I think even from your own experiences, the amazing amount of love that you feel there. Right. Right. This, you know, unexplainable amount of love and joy and happiness. And so you don't want to leave that, especially when you're there with the ones that you love the most and you never wanted to be separate from to begin with. Right, right, right. Yeah. But you seem to wake back up. But I was told that I had to come back. And part of why I had to be taken over there actually was to put me put me in my body because I spent most of my life not wanting to be there that I wasn't really fully being really living. People would a lot of times also experience me that I was, you know, kind of up with my head. You know, I just never like really integrated into the body. And so they were, you know, showing me all this and that I needed to fully, you know, be in my body Mm -hmm. and fully um, experience life. Our sound quality broke up there at the end, but Brandy went on to say that she could fully embrace being in the body she was in, as opposed to before that, she didn't care for herself and found all kinds of faults. A lot of self-love became available after her near-death experience. And I'm sure you feel the way I do. I'm just so touched to think about her and her mom being there, showing herself at a younger age, the horse's head on her shoulder, the cat, the dog, all her animals. What a joyful reunion. We don't need to have a near-death experience to know that the afterlife is real. We can learn from other people. We can live as if it is real because it is. So how would you live your life knowing that the afterlife is real? We have so much going on. We'd love for you to be part of the community. Go to wedontdie.com. You can join our Facebook group. You can come to our free Sunday gathering. You can, oh, there's bunches of things. And of course, listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen today. I'm so grateful you're part of our community. I'm Sandra Champlain, and you have been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.